it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Your three at 12.03. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? Here's what we have for you behind door number three. So my husband uh, comes running in from the kitchen this weekend mm. with a, like a video what was he doing on in the his... Kitchen? cooking and he had this video on his phone he goes you have to watch this and he presses play on it and it is this the video of this moment when an interviewer asked jamie fox about katie holmes this happened on espn it was on on friday on sports center and um this is what happened and then i'll tell you what you can't hear did you and katie holmes play basketball for valentine's day like some real loving basketball game Oh, we lose it. He took his headphones mm-hmm. off, handed his. He was wearing when he I say headphones. It's too important to be asked about his relationships. He was wearing those headphones with the microphone attached. So he took that all off and handed it to a production assistant and was like, peace out. Bye. I mean, seriously, you're a celebrity. Get with the program. Well, you know, I wonder, like, I don't know. I've thought about this a couple different ways. Like, if he doesn't want to talk about it, then just say you don't want to talk about it, right? I guess. Yeah. I mean, do, I don't think this was by any stretch like the most professional way to handle no. the situation. But I also thought it sent a clear message, which was if you want I'm Jamie Foxx to be on your program for any length of time, Scientology, don't say anything. What? I'm just saying, you know, I blame Scientology for all of this mess. Because you remember it was Scientology that prevented them from talking about their relationship in the first place. Right. You know, so um, I don't know what particular issue he has with the fact that he's a celebrity and people are going to ask you. And that question wasn't even like a, that wasn't even like a out of the blue, like, what do you really think about Katie Holmes? That was like, hey, are you and Katie going to hang out and play some stuff? By the way, really quick, for those who, who maybe don't know when we say Scientology is responsible for them not talking about it, just to get everybody up to speed, when uh, the rumor has it, and it's a pretty well-proven rumor, that when Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise, who's a Scientologist, divorced, part of the agreement that made the divorce go through so quickly was that she could not have a public relationship for at least five years after their divorce. Yeah. So, and then, Oh, look at that five years to the day, almost. Then they acknowledge that they're in a relationship. So unless he's still under the thumb of Scientology, I don't understand the point of being uh, a D bag, but anyway, behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Have you ever 
wondered if Omarosa um, had any type of relations with our sitting president. Brandy Glanville wondered during an episode of Celebrity Big Brother. And so she just asked Omarosa and here's what happened. Did you ever sleep with him? With who? Well, Brandy, you cannot ask that question. But I'd really like to know the answer. Hell no. Oh my God, Brandy, that's a horrible. Apparently a lot of girls do. Well, I'm not. Now there is somebody in the way who's sleeping around with everybody, but she is not me. No, okay. I've never had to do that. No, no but I, I've been told when I was on a front that, that a few girls prior to Tell my season, I don't know. Oh, you know the scoop, Brandy. Wait, hold on. That Celebrity Apprentice contestant slept with... But you've never heard my name. Tell the truth. No. <laughs> no, but he seems to like you so much. I was just wondering. God, no. No, I'm just... Ratings go, that's why. Yeah. I Ooh, love, say love, it. love Brandy Glanville, and I love, love, love Omarosa. I'm telling you, I appreciate Omarosa in a way that I did not before simply because she's on Big Brother. So I will give her props for realizing a good thing Mm -hmm. when she saw it in terms of changing the public's perception about her. I don't know if long-term that'll change, but um, this just makes me love her even more because they're just getting to the point. They're just talking about what everybody's thinking about. Right. Well, and she has to be. The kind of cool thing about this perspective from Omarosa is Omarosa in the Big Brother game, she has to be friendly to people, which is not her her usual, you know, her usual relationship. No, because before she could just be like the diva or the B-I-T-C-H. But she has to kind of befriend people. And so you're getting a lot more out of her. And also for those who don't know, Brandy Glanville, who asked her that question, they both had been on Celebrity Apprentice. Ross Matthews was the other voice in that. And I was wondering, and I'm trying to look up because I couldn't remember if he ever was on um, Celebrity Apprentice. I don't think so. I don't think so either. No, um, but... Again, Brandy was just asking what everybody wanted to know, and Omarosa knows that's why she's there. The only reason she's there is because she was so close to the White House, and and she also is a very good uh, reality television star. Yeah, so, yeah. Good on you, Brandy. And here it is behind door number one. And the last thing we think you need to hear to be in the know today, oh my gosh, is the thing that everybody's talking about today. Everybody's talking about it. At the All-Star Basketball Game, uh, Fergie sang the national anthem. Oh, God. Sang is a very, very loose term mm-hmm. here. Yeah, she did something to it. That our flag was still there. does that star spangled I love that there were people in that audience actually cheering as though she'd done something laudable. Um, also, don't you just I think, think they at, had this, hearing problems. at this point, uh, Josh Duhamel, Hamel, 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 is like, made the right choice, yeah. ding, ding, made the right choice, ding, ding. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we were, uh, we just happened to be watching it live, and I was kind of doing something else in the room, 
uh, and when it started, they were like, oh, Fergie singing the national anthem. And I love my humps, my humps. I get really yeah. excited about the Fergie, right? Fergalicious, definite. I'm, just, I'm also, all there. Also, those songs, not actual songs, right? Exactly. Like, I can do it too. And so can you, anyone with a voice. And so when she opened her mouth and started singing, I dropped everything. I was all ears and I was sorry about it. <laughs> now, I see the, the one here. There is one piece of defense that I will give Fergie. And that is and I have said this before. The, the national anthem is just atrocious it, when it comes to and people are going to be like, oh, my God, you hate America. I do not hate America. I hate some Americans. I do. And we could do a whole segment on that later in the show if you'd like. But the song itself is just a hard song. And you don't have to take my word for it. Oh, listen. And Holly, I don't I didn't say this to you. I don't know if you have the this handy, but if you click on the um the link underneath the the last story on this particular segment, there's a Twitter status and it includes video of Jesse Norman, noted famed opera singer telling us all why we absolutely should stop singing the national anthem just from a musical perspective. And um, I, I'll just let her do those words. Unsingable. She just said it's no, unsingable. Truly, and I, I know that there are people who say, you know, she must be absolutely crazy. But I really do feel that the Star Spangled Banner, it covers too much territory. That is an octave and a fifth. That means you've got 13 notes that are incorporated into our national anthem. For a song that is to be sung by a general public, one octave is enough. And the song that I wish we had as a national anthem is America the Beautiful. Oh, I totally agree, yeah, Everybody Norman. agrees. Why, what do we yeah. need to do to, to make America, that happen? America! America! No. See? Now you're starting to make me wish that that wasn't right. That. <laughs> so beautiful, you are real nice. We love to do boo boo. Those aren't the words. I mean, it's just amazing. <laughs> it's so much easier. What I'm saying is, yeah. and to her point, and I imagine if we open the phone lines to actual singers, they would probably say the same thing. And isn't it funny that like you could name if I asked you right now? In mm-hmm. fact, do this. Would mm-hmm. you do this for me? I think name like uh, three people who have done horrendous versions of the national anthem. Roseanne Barr, Arnold, Barnold. Um, Roseanne Barnold. <laughs> He's the one that like springs to my mind the the most. Yeah. I can't even now because now I feel like I'm on the spot. So everything just went blank. Well, Fergie. Number two. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and, that was number two. <laughs> literally, and number three. Also, have you ever heard that commercial? We don't have time for this, but have you heard that commercial for like there's some sort of gastrointestinal thing, and the woman's like, "My number two doesn't even look like a number two. Is there a number three? It's so gross. I can't believe it's a commercial. Back to her story. <laughs> um, uh, I know it's hard to have recall, but yeah. I literally can tell you right now if you Googled bad yes, I would get, anthems, you'd get a dozen. Yeah. Shall we revisit Roseanne just yeah. for a moment? Oh, we may as well. Well, she actually, it, it might actually it's make appropriate sound better. because she actually commented uh, in response uh, to this particular story. Oh. But. Let's listen to her and then let's hear what her comment was. There she is. She said of Fergie, like, talk about burn, sick burn. Which, by the way, you had to Google this because you couldn't see it on Twitter because you've been blocked by Roseanne Barr. Yeah, no, that's true. Mm -hmm. Roseanne Barr disses Fergie's national anthem performance, quote, I think mine was better. Okay. 
I think it kind of was. Listen, actually. when you're <laughs> when you're all down there in like the worst of all time, I don't really think you get to. Um, well, she did. You don't get to split hairs on who was better. I'm just saying, you're all bad. Oh. Okay. When we come oh. back. Feeling somebody who's not bad. Our friend Elizabeth Reese is bringing the dirt from Hollywood on My Talk 1071. Hey, it's Marley. I'm back already with new episodes of my Bachelor podcast, You Get a Rose. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is wheeling and dealing, and she is uh, here with a dirt alert straight from Hollywood. You know Happy men feeling when you've just said too much and you feel like maybe at the next gathering of friends you shouldn't say anything. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what's going on with Quincy Jones right oh, now. Oh, wow, <laughs> yes, good. That was good. Thank you. So, Quincy Jones, of course, did two big time bombshell interviews. I mean, he gave us so much juicy goodness. It was like my head was spinning. I didn't even know what to do. It was Vulture and then it was GQ, and they were both. The GQ one was even better than the Vulture one, which I didn't think was even humanly possible Mm -hmm. after reading them. So on Friday night, Quincy Jones was at a star studded 50th anniversary celebration at the uh, of the whole restaurant, Mr. Chow in L.A. And uh, press were apparently told beforehand not to approach Quincy Jones for any interviews. And if they did, he would bolt. Hmm. Uh, the party was hosted by famed restaurateur and artist Michael Chow to celebrate his uh, place. I mean, Al Pacino was there, Angelica Houston, Stevie Wonder, Mickey Rourke, Chris Rock, Ricky Martin, Billy Idol, Heidi Klum. I mean, it's like star studded. Paul Everybody McCarthy was, was there. there. Yeah. Um, so uh, lots of art- artists. And Jones was off limits. He was photographed appearing in good spirits, giving a thumbs up and smiling in a black blazer and a colorful scarf. Hmm. So he was taking a Jamie Foxx approach to oh any gosh, questions. Jamie Fox. I know. <laughs> right? Come up with something to say. Yeah. Don't just run away. Yeah. You don't have to get all weird about it, Jamie Foxx. In case you missed that, like, Jamie Foxx bolted from an ESPN interview uh, when the host asked him about his relationship. Essentially, was Katie Holmes. You and Katie were playing basketball on Valentine's Day or something like that. Yeah. And then... He freaked out and ran away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. I've not been given my approved talking points by I the know. Church of Scientology. I mean, honestly, just say like, Jamie Foxx, just say, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Move on. Just move on. Do, a non-answer will do a, right there. Non-answers are really easy. Yeah. People give them all the time. Yeah. Ask the police. Yeah. I'm sure they get non-answers when they're asking <laughs> criminals questions. If a criminal can do it, you can do it, Jamie Foxx. Justin Theroux and Jennifer Aniston, I'm digging into their relationship and the demise of their marriage. It never should have started. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. It never should have started. That's what we're finding out, that these two were totally on opposite coasts. They were completely... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Completely different people. She is a sunshine California girl and he is a dark and twisty combat boots wearing New York City guy. You know, and maybe they thought the opposites attract thing was going to work for them. It doesn't work for everybody. It works, I think, when it's like maybe your personality, but it doesn't work when it comes to how you execute that personality. Uh You know, it's even it's a challenge, I think, in like social situations like you may think it's charming if you're with someone where you're super outgoing and then he or she is really quiet and reserved. But then it can kind of get annoying, I think, after a while. So Justin Theroux and Jennifer Aniston sources telling People magazine that their personalities and their interests put a strain on their marriage that people were kind of wondering, why are you getting married in the first place? Because they were having these issues before they got married. During the final months of their marriage, Justin Thoreau was uh, staying in the guest house on opposite ends of their Bel Air estate. I also read a headline, and who knows, it was in some tabloid, that they were having a difficult time even finding evidence that they had actually been legally married. What? Interesting. Yeah, I did it at a party-turned-surprise wedding. Yeah, so I didn't dig too far into that one. But I thought that was an interesting, you know, angle to take on this. Mm-hmm. It certainly would make le- things a lot less complicated for a lot of people if you would just say we're married, but then not really be legally married. Right. Yeah. I mean, and then you can just go on your separate ways. Yeah. Okay. So that's what's happening there. <laughs> um, Kathy Lee and uh, fans of Kathy Lee and Hoda are apparently being forced to sit through Megan Kelly's show. And the story is that, being are they tying them down? I What's can't happening? Watch this. The story from um, page six is that they are the audience members feel like they're being held hostage because they want to go to now. Hoda now is on the morning, but then is she still doing the yes the for 8 a.m. too for the time being for or the time or being or whatever mm-hmm. or for the the ten a.m. I mean. Mm-hmm. So then if you want to go to Kathleen and Hoda, you have to be there for Megan Kelly. That's I hilarious. mean, okay, now I think. This idea of being held hostage is a little bit of an exaggeration. I'm assuming that NBC doesn't want to mess around with switching out audiences right. for a show that's in the same place in the same spot. But, yeah. you know, any opportunity to take a dig at Megan Kelly, the media will take. I know. I feel like she's darned if she does and darned if she doesn't. Yeah. I will say she got some good press last week for sort of like going uh, balls to the wall uh, in uh, response to the shootings in Florida. Yeah. She had a, a moment where she spoke her own truth. Do you, which which uh, we applaud on this show. Uh, I do just want to mention, do you remember, we did a blind item. We love blind items on this yes. show, Elizabeth. I know these are so And fun. there was a blind item that we decided was about Megyn Kelly that basically she was looking forward to being back here in case something happened because while everybody was gone doing oh, the Olympics look, ding, ding. and there she, she had her moment. Was happen. Oh gosh. Okay. K- that, oh, don't even conspiracy kidding. theories. No, no kidding. Man. Jennifer Lawrence, despite the rumors, not taking a year off from acting. So Friday entertainment oh. tonight was reporting that she was going to take a year off to focus on activism, but a representative for Jennifer Lawrence says, no, she will return to work when one of several projects in development is ready to go. I'm sad that that one's not true because I had this fantasy of sharing that story with Bradley and getting all of his feelings. I'll still have feelings. (laughs) Oh, I know you will. (laughs) In other um, internet falsities, we bring you Sylvester Stallone. I don't know why 
social media users are intent on killing Sylvester Stallone before he actually dies. Well, oh, there's so many people. Okay. I mean, he's okay. killed his career. So. There's so many people, though, that, that the public wants to kill before they actually die. It's horrible. Particularly Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, so there was Sylvester Stallone actually posted on his own Instagram, like a repost of this person's message that said so long champ Sylvester Stallone died early this morning after his battle with prostate cancer the actor kept his illness a secret but in the end he couldn't beat it and then Sylvester Stallone wrote please ignore this stupidity alive and well and happy and healthy still punching I kind of love him for doing that, for calling out the BS story. Well, it happened in 2016. There was a Facebook, you know, rumor circulating that he had died then. Sylvester Stallone, I love this, didn't directly address the hoax. He just continued being alive until people got the picture. There you go. This is what Entertainment Weekly has (laughs) to say about it. Um, But no, he is not dead. He is alive. Mm -hmm. Good. Darn. Still going. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Ronan Farrow, has he been banned by NBC and other NBC News gossip? Okay, so this is what Page Six is reporting. Ronan Farrow has uh, apparently been banned by NBC News' top executive, Andy Lack. Now, remember, Ronan Farrow kind of threw NBC under the bus Mm -hmm. because he was uh, contracted with them to be working on this Harvey Weinstein story. They weren't going to air it, and so Ronan Farrow went elsewhere Got it published, bombshell, tons of attention. NBC feels like jerks. Now, reps say, no, Pharaoh was bumped from an upcoming appearance because of breaking Russia indictment news, not because of this yeah. little well, feud, a, but you can read into yeah. it what classy, you want. Or yeah. That's a, a clever PR response story. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I got. Thanks, Elizabeth Reese. Thanks, Elizabeth. Catch her next Dirt Alert at 520 and Twin Cities Live at 3. Now we need a caller for our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five questions. You could win a prize. My Talk 1071. Everything. He says we're going the wrong way. No, we got some we're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five questions. Oh, are we? We certainly are. Only at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. Yeah. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen? And what, pray tell, are they playing for? We've got Tasha on the line. Halls. What's Tasha's prize going to be? Today, if Tasha wins, she is going to receive a four-pack of ticket vouchers to see The Wiz at the Children's Theater Company. Oh, you get to take someone to The Wiz, Tasha, if you win. The timer will begin when I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes. Uh, all right. Let me just pull this up here. Here we go. <laughs> Who is the human that lives with Garfield the Cat? Um, Arbuckle. John Arbuckle. The sitcom Full House takes place in what city? San Francisco. 50 years ago today, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood first aired on what network? PBS. Who is the voice of the cartoon character Shrek? Um, Mike Myers. The singer Fergie got her start on what 80s kids TV show? Oh, crap. That's not it. Um... Wild something? No, Wild. No, no, no. Oh my gosh! Oh. Tasha, you had all oh. the hard ones. All the hard ones. And you, you got them all right job. except for one. Oh. Thank you for playing. You can play she again tomorrow. She doesn't get to take a whiz. She doesn't get to. I mean, take a friend to Go whiz. to the whiz. Uh, y- y- tomorrow, you can play again. 12 30 every day, the 30 second pop culture I, challenge. 
I would also just like to congratulate her. I feel like she should have gotten the prize just for answering um, John Arbuckle. John Arbuckle. I would have said John. I didn't know his last name. Maybe I would have gotten John, but like in like that pressure moment, I don't know. I would have been like guy with hair and somebody eyeballs. But the real question is this: What? What TV show did Fergie get her start on? Kids in a corporate head. I don't remember that one. I remember it now that I see it, but I would never have been able to get that. So congratulations to her for losing. She did a good job oh, at losing. Yeah. Now, uh, as soon as we're done every day with the 30 second pop culture challenge, we move on to uh, some investigation. Really? We mm. like to solve mysteries yes, we're on the basically Colleen, private investigation on the Colleen and Bradley show. We uh, solve blind items provided to us by Holly Roberts and we call it blinded by the item. Blinded by the item. Our, our first blind item from the website crazydaysandnights.net concerns an A-plus list, mostly movie actress. Okay. I need my pens and paper. Oh, All right. He doesn't have his stuff. Right. Okay, you need Where's to get your detective uh, a gear. Yeah, he doesn't have his he doesn't have his implements. There you go, hon. Thank hun. you. Sorry. Yeah. Right, Julia used it all. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. An A-plus list, mostly movie actress. Okay. This A-plus list, mostly movie actress, says she took a beta blocker and a Xanax or two prior to a big event last night, which is why she seemed out of it. A-plus list, mostly movie actress, took a beta blocker. I'm thinking that's got to be Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, what was she doing and what was she out of? This was at the BAFTAs. And uh, this is, uh, I'm sure, what she's blaming for her gaffe. Yes, the gaffe being allegedly shading Joanna Lumley mm-hmm. when she was introduced at the BAFTA Awards last also, night. Also, mm-hmm. know the room, honey. You do not, you know, like she she's always that lady that's like, I love all the celebrities. I am totally reading tabloids and I love celebrities. Yeah. Like she's hump. She just threw on un- humble was the okay, word. What I was, was, was going to say? I heard I, hump. That's all I heard too. She's humble. <laughs> she's humble. <laughs> Uh, but I had moved on. Um, <laughs> uh, you, don't, you don't throw one of the best British actresses of of current times under the bus. I have no words because it's just it's so shocking to me that she wouldn't be like fawning all over Joanna Lumley. Yeah, but Bradley, she took two beta beta blockers. <sighs> what and the a heck Xanax. is a beta blocker? That's uh for high blood pressure, but sometimes, okay, beta blockers are supposed to help lower your blood pressure, but often people with anxiety, if they're not on an anti-anxiety, often they will be prescribed a beta blocker to kind of try to bring them down a little bit. And she has anxiety, and she has been very vocal about her anxiety. Hi. I moonlight as a doctor. Thank you, WebMD. But I, I, I just, like, it's so weird to me. Like, okay, so you're all drugged up. Maybe, you know, maybe figure yourself out. And if you can't be in public without being a D-bag, stay home. Holly, can you fill in the bl- can you fill in the blank before he uh, explodes? I just like to let you know that we are talking about the world of celebrities. Mm-hmm. Here. No, I this know. is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All no, right, right. Let's move on to wait. The- can we just yeah, yeah, go yeah. back oh. and fill it in? Yes. Yeah, there we go. Yes. Yeah, so let's okay. fill in this blind item. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence says she took a beta blocker and a Xanax or two prior to the BAFTA Awards last night, which is why she seems. Out of it, mm-hmm. or did at least oh, yeah. last I knew night. She'd have an excuse. Oh, she, All course. right, now let's move on. Mm. Our next blind item concerns three individuals. Fun. Okay. Three individuals. Hard. A talk Trace. show. Yes. C. 
a talk show host, mm-hmm. a B plus list actor slash writer, mm-hmm. and a permanent A lister. Okay. Permanent A lister. Okay, go ahead. This talk show host has known for ages about the cheating done by this B plus list actor writer, but never told his now ex, who is a permanent A lister. Okay, so this has got to be, I'm guessing that it's uh, uh, Justin Thoreau and Jennifer Aniston are the couple, right? Right. Yeah, because um, they were referring to him last week as a B-plus actor-writer. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and and she's permanent A-list, so yeah. Okay, but who is the talk show host? Oh, well, Ellen DeGeneres. No. Oh, tell me more. Mm-hmm. Well, let's fill in the blank here. Uh-huh. Ellen DeGeneres has known for ages about the cheating done by Justin Thoreau, but never told Jennifer Aniston. Oh, See, what Ellen, a Ellen and Jennifer Aniston are like super besties well apparently not uh exactly i'm gonna say not for long if this is actually true because that's just assy to not tell somebody that they're uh, that the person is cheating yeah, on them I, if you you're know, really close in, in her defense i've seen the episode of the golden girls oh here where, we go um dorothy's boyfriend comes on to rose and well actually blanche and blanche is mortified and doesn't want to tell dorothy because she knows that you got to be careful when you have lady friends because if you if you are honest, sometimes they won't, you know, believe you. And that's exactly what happened with uh, B. Arthur. But then thank God, or Dorothy anyway, because that's her character's name. Uh, thank God Rose stepped in, tried to get uh, him to cheat or uh, to come on to her. And he was like, yeah, I'm not interested in you. And then she called uh, him out for going after Blanche. And he's like, well, it's not like it's not like uh, there was any problem. And then. Dorothy overheard that and she knew that Blanche was telling her the truth the whole time. Oh my gosh. Thank you for sharing that, Brad. You're welcome. Thank you for that. I'm just saying you gotta be careful. I agree with you. In outing your girlfriend's skeezy boyfriend. It's true. It's true. Let's move on to our final blind item of the afternoon. <laughs> Learned a lot. Sure did, Brad. Well, let's move on to this blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. We have an A-minus list singer. Okay. An A-minus list singer. If you're wondering how this one named A-minus list singer got a recent gig, it wasn't because she casting couched. But she did offer up her 20-year-old friend for the casting couch, and that apparently secured the gig. The guy who was in charge of the casting, so to speak, might be looking for a new job, though. Oh, oh my wait gosh, a minute! I'm confused. Is... I thought you were going to say Fergie because that's the only one one uh, named wonder that we'd be mentioning today. Well, Bradley, funny you mentioned that. What? Okay, fill in the blank, and then let's go back to the beginning. Let's go back to the beginning. So, if you're wondering how Fergie got her gig last night at the NBA All Star Game singing the national anthem, it wasn't because she casting couch, meaning she slept with someone, but she did. Offer her 20-year-old friend for the casting couch, and that apparently secured the gig. The guy who was in charge of the casting, so to speak, might be looking for a new job, though. Although, I will say again, we're just speculating. This is not confirmed. Can we just, to really drive this point all the way home, can we just listen once again to the musical stylings of Fergie last night at the... (laughs) NBA All-Star Game. Man, I flag, there. 
that's the erosion. That's her styling. <laughs> that's her style. That's Fergalicious. That's right there. Yeah, exactly. If you're wondering what that <laughs> is, it's like stopped and like busted out. Fergalicious. She sounds I like she would have wrapped it instead. She kind of sounded like a Siberian husky howling. It was special. atrocious. That was special. I okay. A couple things I would like to say about this scenario. Number one, I bet that twenty-year-old friend of hers is really mad. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Editor, right now. Yeah, like I had like, to put out for that. Yeah, and you did that. Who did? Who was the friend putting out? And what were they putting out to? Well, we don't know the friend, and I'm assuming that they were putting out to some NBA producer Ew. official in How order does to, that, for her to secure the gig. Also, How that does is that arrangement happen? Especially like, knowing what we know and what we've been talking about for a grown ass woman to be like, I'm gonna pimp out my friends. Hoochie cooch, so I can torture the American anthem. That that, my friends, is like. Can can we get uh, Bob Mueller over here <laughs> and investigate a crime against America? Because that that is, was a crime yeah. against America. Um, also, too, can I just throw this out there as kind of a personal note to Fergie? If you can't actually sing the Amer- the national anthem at all then it, maybe it's not worth going to these lengths. Yeah. Again, her 20-year-old friend should not be her friend any longer. I'm sorry. Uh, no. One more time. Yeah, just once more. Oh. Just because it feels good. Okay. Okay. Everybody practice at home. Horrid. (laughs) I bet there were some dogs howling. Yeah, there we go. And that was that literally sounded like her. It did. And I bet those dogs were talking back. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, shockingly, the Olympics are still on television. Oh, God. Which means you still not over the Olympics yet. I won't be over to uh, the Olympics (sighs) until the Olympics are over. We'll be back with what I hate about the Olympics today on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia hate this. It's time to find out just what does Colleen hate about the Olympics today? 
What, pray tell, is driving you nuts today, Colleen? Well, okay, so this might be a little bit like a, a, like a level away from hating the Olympics. Oh, so but now I'm you're gonna just hating your, everybody? No, but I'm going to need your help with this, okay? Because um, I don't know if I can agree to this. But. On more than one occasion, this is really about how people believe... I believe because I don't like the Olympics. People will say to me, I've had three separate people when having a conversation about my disdain for the Olympic Games Mm. say, you're un-American. Well, what what does the un-American have to do with this? What does it have to do with that? If I'm not, I mean, I don't like, listen, I get it. Like, I'm fine with America winning. Like, go America. But this isn't like, patriotism this is a game well, I mean, these are games they're games the whole point of the games though is to feel some national pride i feel national pride well, not when you're pooping on the olympics i never pooped on the olympics uh, you have a whole segment on the show <laughs> called why i hate the olympics not why i mildly am bothered by you know it's okay but really i'm not a fan of most of the time unless you give me a reason but it's okay i'm not offending anyone i'm olympics. not gonna sugarcoat it i hate the olympics so then you have to be willing to take your uh punches or whatever but i don't i love our country i think this is a beautiful land of privilege we have some things we should work on and i'm quite aware of them but i don't see hating so the olympics in, as... the, in, in the face of all of the crap that's going on in the world here is a moment where everybody has a reason to like the same thing Right, and I'm like, go like the same thing. No, just you're don't. Not. You're yes, saying I you hate it. I hate it. You can like it. I just want to make I'm sure sorry, that this is us is going to be on on Tuesday, no. and it's not. It's not because the Olympics. What are you doing? I am taking <laughs> care of business. What are you doing? I am telling you that if you are going to hate the damn Olympics, you better hate the damn Olympics, woman. Okay, can I just point something out that's kind that of standing? fascinating about this moment is that I'm the one that's supposed to be filled with disdain. Yeah, and, I- and I'm trying to show you how you do this. <laughs> If you're gonna hate something, hate it. But that actually speaks to my one of my favorite things about hating the Olympics is that it does. <laughs> one of my favorite things is. about hating the Olympics is that people get so animated about my yeah, hating the Olympics. I don't really. It's, it's like that it's big like of a like deal. If, no, yes, it's like if you say to someone, it's like. I, it's like if you were to say, "I hate Minneapolis." I mean, it's that okay. is asinine. Okay, but you can't don't, hate Minneapolis. Okay, don't change the subject. Okay, go ahead. Fake news. Uh-huh. Listen to okay. what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and you have a very, very uh, intelligent brain in that cabeza of yours. <laughs> that really hard cabeza. If you're gonna say you hate something, mm-hmm. you have to understand that people are gonna react negatively to that, and then it is incumbent upon you to sit in the ground that you occupy. And I think if you really hate the Olympics. Girl, it's all good because you know what? Your hate will trump other people's pushback. And I I get that and I am comfortable in my hatred of the Olympics. I don't understand <laughs> what my feelings about America have to do with that. Because that's not those what I'm saying is I think I'm consistent. I think everybody else is inconsistent. Mm, no. no, people if people don't like the fact that you hate the Olympics. That's kind of what you signed up for, and you should be totally fine with that. 
unless they're they're extrapolating it to somewhere where I don't where that doesn't reflect me. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm fine. Like you can say whatever you want. Like you well, can try tell to people convince why you're not me un-American. because I love America and How? I don't understand. Show me. I don't. Un- oh, okay. Prove Do it. you need some music? Yeah. yeah. I love America. I want to hear it. I just love the American (laughs) way. I love the, I love our country. Sell it. I I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Sing it, Fergie. And to our republic for which it stands, one nation, yay, yay, under sure. God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Yeah, all you did there for all was do part of the pledge of allegiance. I did you the, whole the whole pledge. Thing. Yes, I did. Pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic yeah, for which it stands, started. one nation. No, I did yeah, it. No, you, you I love America. I just don't like the Olympics. You can play the Olympics. You can have your games. I just don't want them on my TV, up in my business. I love America. Yeah, well, I think the debate I've is still out it. on that. I honestly think that if the Russians are listening right now, okay, stop. You're mean. Now you're mean. They are probably going to be emailing you shortly. You are mean. Oh, I mean, I mean, you can. You, you, uh, can Holly, I? Do I have to be the only voice of reason here? No, he, she likes. The, she's enjoying this. Are Holly? you talking to me? Yeah. No, I was talking about Is your you. name Holly. I thought you said the Colleen Holly combination. You didn't know who you were talking to. Like, like usual. Okay, no, my, <laughs> my, my point is, um, you can't have it both ways. You can't go. I hate something, and don't you don't come at me. But I'm not having it both ways. I'm having it my way, and then yeah, also I don't. What? Like we it. all get to have it our own way too. <laughs> yeah, and you know where you get to have that at Burger King. Thank you. Okay, wait. Why, was why? that an insult to me? A, I can't tell. Uh, I'm just saying, life is like Burger King. Have it your way. That's true. Right so away. Have it your I, way I, right I, away. I don't know how that came into play, it, but I, now I want good a to burger. Me. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh my gosh, you're going to want to hear this. Oh, wait, no. Okay, you are not going to want to hear this. But you're going to want to hear why you're not going to hear this, because I just got an email Okay. during uh, your rant. Okay, we're going to be talking about people getting random things sent to them through Amazon, like sex toys, because it's happening, you guys. We'll like be what? back after this. Sex toys on My Talk oh. 1071. Go. My Talk 1071. Everything. That'll do, big. That'll do. Entertainment.